This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a licensed therapist and a registered social worker, and I am your host. And today I have a solo episode for you, and I'm going to be talking about something that you may know about, but something that you may have not heard much about before, and that's grief of losing a loved one while they are still alive. So we all know about the grief that is experienced when someone passes away. And many of us, if not most of us, have experienced those feelings and gone through the different stages and cycles of grief when someone passes away. But something that is not as talked about is experiencing the feelings of grief when someone is very much alive. And this is something that a lot of caregivers experience. Not all caregivers go through this, but more times than not, we are dealing with a loved one who is going through changes, whether that be physical changes, neurological changes, changes in what they're able to do on a day-to-day basis. Everything is different about this person. In the case of dementia, we are seeing somebody change before our eyes and somebody who, for example, was a parent and who nurtured us and raised us and loved us and guided us all of a sudden may rely on us for everything. They may not remember who we are. They may not remember who they are and they may not remember how to function day to day. And seeing that and constantly seeing the changes on a daily basis really can bring out the stages of grief over and over again. It's not finite. When we lose someone, of course, we feel sadness and grief over time, especially if we were particularly close and attached to that individual, and especially if we loved them very dearly. Many things can remind us of that person over the years, but we do get to go through the stages of grief when they pass away and we get to really feel and get through that and move forward and acknowledge that they're no longer here with us and they've moved on. When someone is still alive, we can't really move on from that. And with something like a dementia, with something like... MS, where things are always changing and we don't recognize the person anymore, we are constantly facing new bouts of sadness and new experiences of our loved one. It is a whole other experience. I'm not downplaying the grief that's felt when someone passes away. It is terrible, but it's just a different experience when someone is alive. And it's not one that's talked about very often. I honestly did not know that this existed until I went through my own experiences of grief with my mom and 
with her shifts and changes. This was even before I started taking courses in mental health and started working in the caregiving space and working as a therapist and as a social worker. I experienced it myself, but I had no idea that what I was experiencing was grief until somebody told me one day many years later. I just felt a lot of internal hurt, a lot of internal pain, so much internal sadness, and I didn't know what was going on. So it's really helpful to identify what we're going through because at least it gives it a name and we know that, okay, I may be feeling horrible and I may be going through these cycles, and I'm going to be naming the different phases of what's called the stages of grief in a second. Uh, It's just a more technical, theoretical way of looking at grief. But, you know, it is nice to know that there is a name out there for this. And most of the time, if you really pay attention, you can actually go through this theoretical model of grief and pinpoint where you are in there and know that, okay, you know, this is something that's real. I'm not just going through this this sadness and I'm not just going through this never-ending change and never-ending extreme feeling of loss or loneliness or isolation. There's a name for this and this is normal and this is okay. It's horrible, but there is a name for this and it's grief. So when someone first told me that, I think a light bulb went off in my head and I thought, wow, that is what this is. You know, I thought grief was just experienced when someone passes away, but there's loss going on here and it's repetitive loss. And I see this all the time with my clients, private clients and clients in the hospital. It's experienced all the time and it's resurfaced all the time as changes occur as diseases progress. So I'm going to go through the different phases of grief and I'm not one to really want to label everybody's experience. I think everybody goes through different experiences in all of their mental health. I think that, you know, there are reasons why we have the DSM and why we have certain criteria to signify certain mental health issues and signify certain processes. Grief is not a mental health issue, by the way. It's a normal process when we are mourning and loss. But I think that it is important to have some sort of a roadmap to know that we are following some sort of a stage. And these are the stages that are pretty commonly seen. But note that this is not followed linearly. You can go back and forth between different stages. You can be stuck in a stage for a very long time. You can skip stages. So it's not like it's a labeled pattern and you have to go through this in in one circular way and that's it. You can go up and down and back and forth and this is just a little box to help understand where you might be. But again, everybody's situation and everyone's feelings and experiences are different. So There are several stages of grief and phases of of grieving, and those include denial, anger, guilt, sadness, and acceptance. And there are some details about every stage, which I'm going to go into, and it can help you identify which stage you're in if you're currently going through this or if somebody you know is going through this. 
And it can seem really familiar. If you're not going through this, but you know somebody that might be grieving the loss of somebody who is still here or even who has passed, you might be able to say, oh, yeah, they are in this stage. I never realized why they were doing this, but now this all makes sense. So the first stage of denial is really expecting that the person is going to improve, trying to come up with reasons or explanations or theories as to why the person actually hasn't changed. And maybe this is just, you know, something going on just for that day. You try to normalize everything and come up with reasons for things, even though scientifically things are changing and the change can even be seen on scans or, you know, in their daily functioning on a daily basis. It's really just denying that all of this is actually happening. The second phase, anger, is just being so angry with the entire situation. You can be angry with the person who's going through these changes. You can be angry at other people around you who may be reacting differently to the changes, not contributing to the changes, resenting what comes along with the changes, just feeling really, really angry. Then there's the phase of guilt. So feeling like maybe you did something that led to these changes, maybe feeling guilt about not being able to give more to that person and therefore blaming yourself for what's going on in their life, having thoughts that you wish that all of this situation would end so you can get out of this and just feel more at peace, but then feeling guilty about that. All of those things are included in guilt. I have a whole episode on guilt as well and other reasons why you may feel guilt during caregiving, but this is a big part of the grieving process as well, and it can present while grieving. Then there's the phase of sadness. So you can be crying a lot or just feeling really down and sad a lot. You may not want to be with other people. You may want to isolate yourself. If you're not an emotional person or you're not someone who typically talks about your emotions, you may find that you are repressing what you're feeling and and trying to just cover that up. But really deep down, something is going on there where you're feeling very dark and alone and feeling very overwhelmed by the changes and frankly, the loss of the person that you loved that is no longer there. And then the final phase is acceptance. So really just understanding and accepting that this is happening. This is who this person is going to be. This is what the situation is. Trying to move forward and just understanding that this is what daily life is going to look like. Being able to talk about everything in a way that is not as emotional, perhaps. Maybe you're not crying all the time. You may be crying a little bit of the time because it's still really hard, of course, but appreciating that this is the situation and things are are different and that's okay. So again, a lot of people think that once you hit this acceptance part, that's it. You're done the stages of grief, finished, you know, oh, that's great. I've grieved and I'm moving forward. But with every shift and every change, you know, for example, if someone has Alzheimer's and all of a sudden one they don't they don't remember who you are 
and they're your sister, for example, that is extremely painful and can bring you right back into those stages of grief. You can accept one stage of the disease and then have to grieve another. So it can be such a roller coaster of emotions, such a crazy process, and that's all normal and that's okay. It's really important to feel all of this as it's going, not hide from it. Again, labeling it, even though it's putting everything into kind of one perfect little cycle, can be really helpful because you know that it can be normal. And then, you know, some people really find it helpful to journal, talk to family and friends, recognizing that, yes, I am grieving and this is okay. Trying to make sure that you're getting out there and being social because just being by yourself during the grieving process can make it so much worse as you internalize. And if you're really, really struggling, as I say in a lot of my episodes, reach out for professional help. Grief can turn into something debilitating and it can be extremely overwhelming on top of everything else that you're going through with the caregiving process. And so you have to make sure that you're staying on top of your mental health, but making sure you have someone to talk to about it is really, really important, even if that's just somebody day to day. But yes, if it is debilitating, make sure you're reaching out to a physician or a mental health clinician to help you go through the process. Because as you know, (laughs) there are a lot of demands and other things going on And it's not just about the grief. It doesn't really give you the opportunity to take a step back and grieve for six months in the privacy of your own home. You're still going through everything day to day with the stress that comes from caregiving, but also in all other parts of your life. And so when someone is still around and you're going through it with them and seeing constant changes, but you're still having to care for that person It can really emphasize the grief, but also lead to us not really processing all of the emotions that come along with it and burying those emotions. So just taking the time to sit with it can be so important. So I really just wanted to emphasize that today, again, to bring light to the concept that you can grieve when someone is still around and that it can be very different than when someone passes away and it can be cyclical. And it can arise when things constantly change. And know that this is normal. Most people that are experiencing the loss of a loved one go through this while they're still around. And it's common, but not often talked about. So that's why I wanted to emphasize it today. And I hope this provided some clarity, some light. And as usual, feel free to join us on our private Facebook group if you are going through grief or other emotions. The community there is so happy to support you and be there for you. And thanks for listening today, and we will see you on our next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.